KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan right now. Brought to you by your North Texas Ford dealers. Ford, built for Texas, built for you. It is the general manager and owner of the Dallas Cowboys, Jerry Jones. Jerry, good morning. Hey, good morning, Kevin, Corey, Mike. Good to be on with you, and uh, let's go to Seattle. So this morning, Mike McCarthy said where he was from, everyone had at least two nicknames do you have any nicknames that we are not aware of? No, I, I uh, probably do not. You've heard me called every damn thing there is in a dictionary, <laughs> so uh, uh, I'd be hard-pressed to be imaginative to go from there. And I'll answer any of them, by the way. <laughs> so, uh, well, Jerry, my question is this. That was an unbelievable comeback last Sunday, one of kind of those ones that we'll always remember as Cowboy fans. Can you remember another kind of miracle comeback that you've had as a general manager, owner, or when you played at Arkansas, one that kind of sticks out in your memory in, in your life of one of those ones where it just didn't look like it was going to be your day and somehow you ended up winning the game? Well, we've, you've uh, seen it alluded to in the media over the last week or so, but the great win we had with uh, 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 with uh, uh, there in Buffalo with Romo, yeah. Uh, was one that really sticks out in my mind. It was uh, one we shouldn't have gotten out of there with and, and uh, had to re-kick the field goal, an extraordinary field goal uh, twice and uh, had to overcome quite a few turnovers up there. But uh, that one would uh, be on par with it. I would say this, that uh, uh, we have, uh, 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 frankly, uh, a lot of respect for uh, – Atlanta, their quarterback. Uh, uh, the uh, I don't mind telling you that when we got down, contrary to what I've seen written and as witnessed by the experience they had in the Super Bowl when they lost a big lead, uh, that this team could be really hard to outduel uh, when you get a game going. And so that when we started getting down by multiple touchdowns, uh, I really felt that it was going to take us at least getting uh, back even again on the turnovers. And, of course, uh, the key one in the equivalent of the turnover and was a turnover was the onside kick recovery. But uh, still, no, I don't recall one that uh, uh, I really had in the, the grasp of defeat. That, that We came back here and got the job done. It was great. It was good for everybody concerned. I was glad that our fans, uh, you know, we've had a period of time here where people – uh, in general, fans, uh, for, uh, for what uh, uh, we, we've kind of had a, uh, a unique offseason here. Uh, we're playing football games almost before we realize it, and I think this will create a lot of excitement in our fan base as well. Jerry, Kevin and I have been working on this show for um, – we're working on our 10th year now, and I still, before every show, get a little bit nervous. And, and I see you're going up to Seattle. you got a really good quarterback. you got really good wide receivers, and your secondary has kind of been beaten up just a little bit. Do you still get nervous before these football games or any moments during these games while you're watching? Oh, absolutely. It's, it's actually uh, my favorite part of all of it is uh, – the anticipation uh, the night before the game, uh, uh, thinking about uh, uh, the as you get up the morning of the day of the game, uh, and uh, it frankly, from a timing standpoint, it's for me it's always been the best part. And uh, of course, uh, 
when you think about going to Seattle, uh, I'm anxious to go up there one time when that crowd <laughs> just absolutely uh, didn't influence, uh, frankly, uh, 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 just about everything about a football game. That crowd is intimidating up there, and it is uh, going to be good to hit them at a time when this uh, our adjustments we're making and fan adjustments we're making will diminish that uh, a crowd edge to some degree. We always hear about how like routine or superstitious athletes can be. Do you have a go-to routine when you're fired up on those game days, a particular food or drink you got to have? Oh, I have a litany of things that I, I wear and uh, they uh, really have meaning that uh, can go as far back as uh, our early time uh, when we first bought the Cowboys, but uh, uh, they principally, uh, uh, relate to my father's, my relationship with my father. And uh, he enjoyed uh, French cuffs, uh, wore them almost uh, every day, certainly to the extent he was going to be doing, uh, have business for the day. But uh, uh, his uh, cufflinks were a treasure for me. As a matter of fact, uh, when I was just right out of school, I was selling life insurance, and I got an, uh, a jeweler in exchange, kind of a barter thing for the life insurance. I got him to make me these cufflinks that I gave my father, and uh, uh, I designed them myself. And I gave those to him, and I was always so proud that he had them. Well, when he passed, uh, Mom gave the cufflinks back to me. And uh, I usually have, uh, no matter what, if it's important enough to think about, French cuffs or not, I've got one of those or both of those in various pockets in various places. I've put them every place you can imagine. Uh, but they're very meaningful to me, and uh, uh, I really, uh, uh, I'd say that's my number one, uh, if I'm serious about uh, uh, trying to do something to give it an edge as far as from above. I usually mess with those cufflinks in some form or fashion. So, Jerry, speaking of going to Seattle, a lot of times when you've gone to Seattle, whether it's been Sean Alexander or Marshawn Lynch, they've been a lot of a power running team and then and then win on defense. This looks like a very different Seattle team that you're going to play this Sunday. Can you talk about what concerns you on that other side? Yeah, of course, the quarterback, uh, the, the – uh, uh, he just gets better and uh, uh, is getting better. And uh, from uh, the get-go, we've always known that uh, uh, he was something special. Uh, when he got there, he immediately moved up and supplanted uh, a player that had been recently drafted uh, way ahead of him. But uh, he's just always been uh, unique in his ability to get the job done. And that almost sounds like a a blue-collar worker, but it's far from that. He's got unique ways to frustrate defenses. Uh, he's uh, extremely, extremely hard to defend, uh, especially in the passing game, because he's got the mobility and he's got the ability to uh, uh, not only uh, really uh, uh, thrive in a, uh, uh, I would say, a run-option type uh, attack, whatever it may need be that day, 
but he's also got an uncanny ability to really uh, be accurate with his long throws, thereby just creating all the defense in the world, I mean all of the pressure in the world that a quarterback can give a defense. And that's what we're facing, and he's having his best year. Jerry, the uh, Jalen Smith talked a little bit about scaling back the defense and changing things up a little bit. Is that because of coaching, or is this a player situation here? Well, I think uh, uh, coaching, uh, if you interview and talk to coaches, I've never met one that didn't say, I let my coaching dictate my players and the skill of the players. I uh, adapt my coaching to that skill. I adapt my schemes, if you will, to some degree. Now, that's an oversimplification. And we do know that uh, there, whether it be uh, – uh, whether it be technique by individual players at different positions or whether it be an overall uh, philosophy of defense, we do know that that wins the battle at the end of the day when you put a defense on the field. Uh, on the other hand, uniquely, we've got players, and even the ones that uh, we've brought in uh, just this year, the handful that we brought in this year, have excelled, and I mean excelled, uh, in doing some things that, uh, uh, in specific incidences, uh, are where they've had their big success, and specifically it relates in my mind to the pass rush and relates to uh, uh, how we're how we're doing and what we expect from our defensive linemen. And uh, I think that adjustment is going to be interesting. It was always there; it was always going to have to be addressed. Uh, because of how we have for a long time around here played our defensive line. And we're doing that. And I would have expected it uh, to be adjusted for as we try out how these, uh, uh, how our players are, are, are going to be used to get the pressure on the quarterback. One of those players, Demarcus Lawrence, are he and Tyron Smith, as far as you know, still classified as game time decision. And can you tell us a little bit more about like what goes into that? Is it just what you see that morning? Is it what the player tells the coaching staff? Like, how does that get decided? Yeah, of course, a tremendous amount of uh, a decision is based upon without being trite. Uh, the trainers, as well as the doctors, get a big read from how the player uh, is uh, feels. And so that uh, if you uh, were out watching uh, on the field before the game and about uh, an hour or so before the main warm-up of the entire team comes out, you'll see those one or two players that are in question. You'll see them out there having a fairly exerted workout. And that's really trying it out before the game to see if they're going to be able to uh, 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 compete with uh, whatever's bothering them, and uh, that's what happens. And they go out there and they see how they're moving, They uh, and they, uh, they sh- for, for relative to what they've been doing, let's say, the last week uh, on any given player, they'll have a pretty strenuous workout right out there before the game, and that'll determine whether they go or not. Is that how you would classify Tyron and uh, Demarcus Lawrence for Sunday? For lack of a – for probably more – uh, lack of more specifics, and that's as far as I can go, as far as I know. So, yeah, that's what's going to happen. So let's talk about the tight end situation. I know Blake Jarwin was supposed to have a big year this year. You guys signed him to a good contract, got hurt. Dalton Schultz had a great game in his first start. Is this something that 
he can be consistent with is, I know maybe not nine catches, but can he be a consistent, good starting tight end for you? They have the pedigree. Uh, in other words, do they have the opportunity to be starters and uh, perform at a level that you expect an NFL starter to perform at? When I say they, uh, that's uh, the balance of our tight end group other than Jarwin. And so, uh, in a way, it's not surprising at all, given the opportunity to see them step up. Uh, if we had a position on this team that you could use the term next man standing, which means that if you lose somebody, here comes, and it's just an opportunity for the next guy. Well, in the NFL, we know there can be a substitute drop-off between the guy that was uh, uh, that is the starter and paid like it and drafted like it, and we know there can be a, a, a drop-off and uh, should be and is. If we've got one of those positions on this team, though, it's tight end. And uh, these guys uh, that we uh, have uh, through the entire depth of tight end have an opportunity to step up there and really distinguish or, or make a, uh, a step up that uh, they haven't so far. And his game was the classic of doing it. And I'm looking forward to seeing how, where he goes from here. He's very smart. And uh, not only that, he's physical. He's got the tools. And he's, uh, that game was very good for him individually, confidence-wise. Uh, Jerry, there's a defensive tackle that is going up to Seattle. He's visiting a couple of other teams, uh, Damon Snacks, Harrison. And you talked about the defensive line, the defensive front. If there's a guy in the middle that can really do some work, would you guys – do you all have any interest in him right now? Well, I think that uh, we're pretty satisfied with uh, what, we have on our, uh, what we have on our roster. Uh, Poe is uh, uh, just uh, uh, really performing at uh, higher-than-expectation level. Uh, and uh, uh, he, you're seeing, uh, not Poe, but Poe, yes, Poe is. Uh, but uh, uh, you're, you're seeing in uh, uh, our young uh, Christian Hill, you're seeing a guy that's performing at where we thought he would be when we drafted him in the second round and didn't have a first pick. When we drafted him last year, he is really stepping up, and he's one of the highlights of the guys that have stepped up and playing at a high level. And he can get nothing but better. I'm talking about Christian Hill. Well, we appreciate your time as always, and we can tell you're hyped up to roll into Seattle, get those cufflinks ready to go, and let's go get a victory. Bad guys, and uh, uh, great day. You can live more than the, the allotted time for a win. When you get a win like the one we got uh, Sunday, uh, we're going to let that carry with us. We'll probably still have some of that on us when we get to Seattle. Awesome. There we go. Thank you very much, sir. <laughs> Bye.